Well, they blew up all the chickens in Bonanza last night. Now they burned down the jobs board, too. Down at the showdown, they're getting ready for a fight. Gonna see what them merchant boys can do. Now there's trouble busting in from CBS. And Jonathan Karsh can't get no relief. Gonna be a rumble by the microwave. And the town council's hanging on by the skin of their teeth. Well, now everyone cries, baby, that's a fact. But everyone that cries chugs their root beer back. Put your gold star on, put your bandana pretty. And meet me at Kid Nation in Bonanza City. Howdy, y'all. Hey, hey. Welcome back to Kid Nation Nation, the penultimate episode. I know. And if HBO is any indicator, there's going to be some murder, <laughs> some alliances formed and broken. I mean, this episode was pretty mental on multiple levels. But also, I did like the twist and turns that we did in this episode. And there's some parts of it that I wish we did sooner. But... Also, in the end of the episode, they're like, next week's the series finale, which they, or season finale, which they didn't know was the series finale. So I think they had a lot of big plans for the Bonanza future, but it just didn't pan out. Yeah. It would be funny, though, if TV shows after their first season were like, this is the series finale. Like, <laughs> they have no, like, belief in themselves, I guess. Well, I like setting low expectations. I don't want to, like, say, like, I got this job. Like, it's like when you go on an interview, like, I got it, this cool interview. It's like, don't talk about it until you get the offer, baby. Yeah. No, at every rap party we've ever been to, it's like, well, this is it, folks. Uh, yeah, we're you just, canceled. You just don't know. Um, but again, after last week's episode, we're really hitting a stride. They're not disappointing the Kid Nation Nation heads out there. Um, so it's day 35. We are real close to the end. The uh, end is nigh. How many days in total is it? 40. 40. For, you for know, 40 kids. 40 kids. 40, 40 days, days. 40, 40 nights. nights separation separation of church and state. Never heard of it. It's very biblical. 40 days. Oh, yes. Yes. Desert. Dying. Mm-hmm. Slavery. Whatever. Yeah. And Jared, also Josh. Jared, Jared is Moses. Also Josh Hartnett. We've talked about it before. Favorite boy. Um, we watched 40 days and 40 nights recently, didn't we? I think so. I mean. Because I. Probably. I like that movie. Because I'd never it's seen it. It's pretty dumb, but. I mean, it was just like this like incredibly hot guy who was like, I can't, I, I got to go 40 days without having sex. It's like. And jerking off. And jerking off. I mean, okay, that's a little hard. Yeah, I but, mean, that's much hard. And his like brother's a priest, so he's challenging him. He's also a sex addict. What, what was it like, the epi- you know, the famous episode of Seinfeld where they're not allowed to jerk off and they kind of have to do it on the honor system? Who was like there's an honor clocking in on like seeing him jerk off or not there's an honor system involved and also they had like a they built like a web countdown calendar on like on a website almost like the mary kate nationally like when will they be 18 oh yeah calculator so they had that for him (laughs) morning radio show jocks loved that countdown the Kevin and Bean show uh, rest in peace it just finally breathed its last breath a few weeks ago they would bring up the mary kate nationally 
countdown a little too much. I mean, really, we should go back. That's like our like our Me Too movement that we really ignored. Yeah. We need to go back to every shock dot that had the calendar on their FM radio website and um and hold them accountable because yeah. that was fucked up. It was fucked up. It was like the digital casting couch. And also, okay, while I'm on my advocacy horse, the Olsen twins are great entrepreneurs. They're killing it. Their perfume smells great. And no wonder they fucking, everyone's like, oh, what? Look at them. What happened? I'm like, they look they've battled eating disorders and drug addiction and they're living a life out of the public eye and they, and they smoke seven thousand cigarettes they a smoke day. cigs they drink starbucks they're old school like just you guys ruined them they grew up in the worst time of paparazzi era same with mm-hmm. britney and paris and all of them they it, Lindsay, like it was ruthless we don't have that same kind of like and that was that time period 2007 like we don't have that same paparazzi i mean i think we have paparazzi culture to agree there's always gonna be tmz but it's not the same of where it's like oh she looked like a lardy whale today and it's like oh my god stop i i I mean i want to personally apologize to both mary Kay and ashley for calling them lardy whales (laughs) as a young kid lardy whales lardy whale lardy whales and as a lardy whale i can say this um and let me just have this it was just a joke and i don't even believe i'm lardy whale i'm thick um so it's day 35. Sophia's doing her sick mind games again. Yes. Th- this episode is called Where's Bonanza Dude? And it starts off with kind of like, you know, a, a, a more micro look of what is Bonanza Dude? And it's Sophia. She does what? her dumb shit. She always does where she's like, I'm seeing how kids react. Uh, she's basically a BuzzFeed video. And yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like, will kids freak out if I like, for some reason clean this crop of land so she just took some like string and carved out a center of the town and put a stool and was like this is my land i'm claiming it mm-hmm. and everyone's like well i want to walk through whenever i want and this and she's like funny how all the kids come running when i claim land it's like sophia shut up yeah of course they did yeah you put a fucking chair in the middle of the street tied some string around you and you're like oh these kids are now super interested in this now. oh and she wanted to charge five cents for passing through the land yeah so it's like monopoly but even more boring i mean she just again i love sophia i was very probably similar ish to her as a kid and i love that entre- entrepreneurial spirit and her just like i'm gonna fuck with you attitude but sophia if no one came up to you that day you would have been like equally as pissed it's just like I, they're bored. Obviously, these kids are bored. and She's very bored. She wants attention. And she needs attention. She's been away from her mom and dad for 35 days. She just really loves like, oh, look how these heathens behave when I do this little experiment. And it's like, who cares? It was the same when she like laid down in the middle of the town square because she was bored. And she's like, look, they all copied me. And yeah. it's like, uh, they just want to have fun. We're, we're trying to have fun here. At, at least this time, her social experiment had an 1850s flavor to it because that's actually how they would like do claims for gold and shit back in the day. Right. You would just like, you know, hammer stakes into the ground and tie a string around and be like, yeah, this is mine. Right. Um, anyway, My land. So it's journal time and the journal tells the boys it is time to explore outside of your borders, get out of your mind and go find something outside of Bonanza City because your ancestors were incels who didn't leave yes we, we at kid nation nation don't believe in the concept of borders but in kid nation they do and they're heading out into engine in- country stop um so michael's like this is awesome i love culture let's integrate baby 
And everyone else is like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, so the council, sounds fun. Yeah. The council's like, we're going to leave. They gave us nice windbreakers and backpacks. <laughs> we're, we're dressed like a startup CEO. <laughs> <laughs> they really looked like, like that Reese Witherspoon into the wild, like vibe. They were just like, we're heading yeah. out. Um, so we're going to leave and we don't know when we're going to be back. We might even miss the showdown. I know. You know, it's funny when, when they said that I was like, no, they're not. Yeah. Right. But and, then it was for a shed producers. Yeah. And then like 20 minutes later, I was like, I'm such a dumbass. No, they were, they said that because they were going to miss the showdown. I was the exact same. I was like, they're not. <laughs> I was like, like, no, no way that's happening on kid nation. I know. So they're leaving. And now that Sophia is the new sheriff, they're like, Sophia, you're in charge while we're gone. Mm-hmm. And then the kids are like, we didn't vote for that. And they go, tough shit. We're the council. She's second in command. And that's just how it's going to yeah. go, honey. And they're like, well, what happens with prizes and, and the showdown and this? And they're like, she picks. Bye. Ooh. And she and Sophia was flabbergasted. She was like, I can't believe all this power I've secretly wanted is now here. Yeah, I know. I mean, first with the fucking claims and now with this. I know. She's got it all. And, and Mike straight up says... Is she going to become the great Bonanza City dictator? Uh, Mike, no one. She's not. Every, well, a lot of the kids, there was some side kid story. I think even Olivia was like, oh, my God, she's so bossy and she's bossy and this and bossy, bossy, bossy. And it was like, and yeah, Mike's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, it, and I don't know. I was never that worried about it. Like, Sophia's a little, yeah, she does like her power, but she's yeah. not like mean about it yeah i mean like both mike and nathan have these this fear that she's going to institute this military coup over the town council while they're out this is like a dictatorship we did not vote for sophia we did not want sophia but let's get one thing straight sophia is no pinochet (laughs) she is just sophia a quiet little girl from florida florida Sophia Wise. From Sophia Florida. Wise, very wise. Uh, Jewish, maybe. Yeah, she was on the. We found early up. We found her giving at, that at talk, Temple? giving that talk about like her Jewish history and like that college video interview program. Oh right, I thought you said. Dur- I thought you meant during the actual show. I was like, I don't remember that. But no, they didn't. Yeah. They, we they deleted the episode where they had to sort themselves by religion. Actually, no, that did. No, happen. there wasn't. <laughs> there was a real episode, but there wasn't much besides the boy Jew crew. There wasn't much talk about anybody else's judaism there no. had to have been other jewish people there which there, i know sophia is but maybe i think she also identified as atheist classic yeah hey I, I, as one of those uh secular jews but you know it's, it's i hear you i see you see me so council dips pretty quickly and they leave bonanza and they start walking out and they discover um teepees of, or, or as greg calls them igloos that was so I hope that was production, just trying to be funny. But yeah, they find some teepees and there's an active indigenous native tribal ceremony going on. And I was like, as soon as they came upon the teepees, I was like, oh no, here we are. Uh-oh. Uh, and I don't mean, oh no, like in learning culture, I was just like, oh no, is this going to be weird and exploitative and shitty? Yeah, I mean, it, it's CBS. So my my expectations were pretty low, especially since the first shot we see is the Native Americans leaving their teepees and doing kind of like a war dance or like a welcoming dance. And I was like, "Uh oh, where is this going? But then like once I realized like, oh, obviously this is a real tribal leader. This is a Mm -hmm. tribe that agreed to do this. It wasn't like paid actors being like, I think that was my first initial fear. I was like, oh no, they hired people to be like native 
you know, impersonators or yeah. something. So that was my like gut fear. And I was like, oh, wait, no, no, no. This is like a real tribe. Thank fucking God. Well, well, that's what kind of threw me off because as we soon see, you know, like like you said, they, they sit down with the native leaders and they kind of start learning about the land and the history of Bonanza. And I was like, so are, are they in character? Are they supposed to be like an actual tribe from the 1850s meeting these uh, young pioneers? Or are they just modern day Native Americans explaining to these three white kids and one black kid what Native American culture is for this particular tribe. Right. And also, I don't know if I'm like hammering this point home just in case you didn't watch the episode for some reason. They were meeting with like real life adult. Like this is like a very jarring Kid Nation moment. This is the first time they meet anybody that's not a kid. Yeah. Like these are not like they're adults. I, I, <laughs> like it's it's kind of weird. I, yeah. Because it's like this is episode 12 of a 13 episode season. And like we've already set the rules and boundaries of this world. And now they're just... It's kind of like, you know, the end of Westworld where it's like, oh, wow, there's a Japanese world. Right. I mean, I've never seen it, but I can go. Yeah, right. I, I, it did feel like, okay, I like what they're doing in terms of educating them, but also like as tr- in terms of like the kid nation, like shouldn't have been like kid indigenous people. Like, I don't know. Like, that's just mine. They should have got some kid, some indigenous kid actors. But, but, that would have been much, much more fun. But then also like the point is that they're learning from the elders during this. Um, and yeah. we can kind of get more into like what they learn. But Michael's like loving it. He is so moppy headed. He's like, I am learning culture. Yeah. This is great. Cool. Um, yeah. And they're just, I mean, the, the tribe is just teaching them about like the people of the land and where they came from and like who they are, which is very, it was cool. I mean, it, it, it initially sparks a cringe, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, okay, this is good, I think. Yeah, they, they walked a, a, a tightrope in between in between the teepees. And in they, between. They, and CBS pulled it off, so kudos to the execs. Totally. Sorry, and, producers. And so Sophia is sheriffing, meanwhile, in the town. And, you know, at first they're kind of painting it like Sophia's going around, making sure everyone does their job and is bossing them. But we're also getting some side interviews that everyone's like, She's doing a good job. Yeah, there's not much drama. She's just like going around each bunk and is like, hey, can you guys make sure to do the dishes before you do that and play? And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. And everyone is happy. And also the arcade is locked. And she's like, guys, 30 minutes. If you do everything right now, full speed, you will get that arcade. She, yeah, you you know she comes off of she, she she gives off big sister energy. Yeah, like like left alone, like you know she's kind of like the de facto babysitter. Totally, she's sixteen and her siblings are like eleven and nine. Yeah, I mean even Taylor's into it. She gives this weird. <laughs> yeah, Taylor, Taylor gives a compliment. It's fucking weird. Is this weird speech? She's like, Greg can go get lost and die, basically, is what she, which yeah. is strange because I feel like she has a decent relationship She's with like, Greg. Sophia, have you seen that movie Into the Wild with Reese Witherspoon and Emile Hirsch and John Favreau's in it for some reason? I hope that happens to Greg. Reese Witherspoon was not into In the Wild. She was in her own movie, <sighs> Wild. Oh, okay. But I'm saying it's like same vibe of like going out into the wilderness. Who is the actress in Into the Wild though? Doesn't I never he, saw it. He meets like a couple. Anyways, good movie. Same vibe. I'm just saying like that same vibe. They're out the wilderness scene. Into the wild, 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 wild huh? I'm with you. I'm again as wild thoughts. But but uh, so after this this nice little scene with Sophia, we get maybe the best scene so far in Kid Nation. We get Jared and Alex oh. going for a little walk and finding some bones. Oh, man. I see something down there. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to touch any bones. Come on. Think of it as anatomy class. 
I love bones, actually. I'm scared of them, and I like them at the same time. That's either a thigh or a femur. It's a femur because it has a ball and socket joint. Ah. It was really cute. I mean... We're getting a lot more nerd representation this last few episodes, which is really what all the people wanted this whole time. So seeing them like just goofing around, you know, Jared's in the tie day with his locks flowing free. Alex is his little bedhead and khakis and one tooth and they're out looking for bones. Yeah. So they're taking a walk um, and Jared just says this cute stuff about like he's like my brother and like they're just in love it's really cute i mean it's just cute is the kind of guy that i'd like to have as a best friend or a, bro- or a brother i know they're just talking about femurs they're talking about future careers when i grow up i want to be a chemist a geography teacher or a linguist especially linguist because linguistics are really fun alex says he wants to be either a geography teacher a chemist or a linguist cute and we've since looked him up, and he's now works for a successful startup. So sorry to all those uh, <laughs> kids who could have been taught by this wonderful young boy. Maybe he teaches on the side. We don't know. I could mm, see him. No, he doesn't. He he he, he stacks money and contributes to uh, technological stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but they find bones. I'm pretty sure those bones were put there. There's no way that a cow was just perfectly mauled, like, feet away. I'm so glad you said that, because I also don't believe that dinosaur bones are real. God put them there. That's what you're talking about, right? That's exactly what I'm talking about. And all these cow bones. Well, and even Jared's like, I don't know much about cow anatomy. And Alex is like, it's very similar to ours, which was very cute. And it's like, is is this a a thigh? He goes, is this a thigh or the femur? Oh, if you can tell by the hip bone placement, it's a female. You can tell by the ball and socket, it's a female. My Alex impersonation was horrible, but my Jared is spot on. Your Jared's pretty good. I mean, Alex is hard because he kind of just really talks really upbeat and he's really light. His voice is just really light. I mean, he has a tooth the size of his fucking head. <laughs> like, he does it, have a tooth head. Like, it, he, he's the first person to ever have a lisp solely from a giant front tooth. Like, from, from, it's so cute. I love uh, it. He should get into dentistry. Yeah. Just kidding. He, he has the kind of tooth he's a where, child. like, it's if, if you were in an apocalyptic time and you had cans and you didn't have a can opener you could use his tooth oh to open up he would cans. he would be like the flintstones can opener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when like humans and like animals are used as devices yeah he's a flintstones pet oh they also are just talking about like it'd be so great if we had carbon dating processes to look through these bones he's like but we don't have any carbon dating processes and i was like jesus oh, i love these two they're so yeah. cute he, he probably went to a pa and was like excuse me do you have a carbon dating test oh, and then of course jared has to get in his quip He's like, Powerfish has left the building, baby. Uh. I just don't, I think these are scripted. These lines, these Jared lines. I, oh, Jared uh, gets, sometimes Jared, I'm like, calm down. Jared is a funny kid. He I, is a funny kid, but sometimes I'm like, calm down. Um, So yeah, it's getting to nighttime. And this is the point of the episode where I'm like, are the boys still gone? And the boys are like having a sleepover with the tribe. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe they're. Yeah. They're, but I'm like, what did they do this whole day? They sat and learned? Yeah, they just, I mean, they fucking, the last episode was all the kids being like, we can't read a book for more than five minutes. You think they're going to like sit and talk to some like either an, a real Native American or like a reenactor of the 1850s Native Americans just drone on and on about the land and spirits. And yeah. Animals. And like, the so the boys are... They're having a campfire and like, I think Michael has an interview where he's like, the chief told us about like being an example for others and this and Here's my thing. Like, I love this. I think this is great. But also being a person that works in television, I can see the like evil old white hands writing this being like, 
Well, it will be just like Peter Pan and he meets the tribe and he learns magical lessons. I see yeah. there's almost some like, um, it, it's like that trope in movies that like mythical black yeah, savior. Yeah, the magical Negro trope. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's like the same vibe I was kind of getting yeah. from this in a way. Th- that was another problem I, I had. I don't, maybe not a problem is like too harsh of a word to say, but it was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, Native American representation in TV is either completely non-existent, which right. is like 90%, or it is kind of like this wizened, old, mm-hmm. mystical person where it's like, no, I mean, there's like, like I was just reading a book where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar took a year off in his retirement to live on a Native American tribe and teach basketball. And he learned so much about this community and how ravaged they are by alcoholism and just tribal uh, issues and just, you know, lack of action by the federal government. And it's like, yeah, there's amazing stories to be told. But instead, it's like, they're just teaching fucking Michael thought about how to like use every part of <laughs> how the How to gear. talk to the nine-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, straight. Interesting you say that. My uh, my grandpa used to help run baseball organizations on reservations. Really? Yeah, he would collect in, baseball gear in Arizona. In Arizona, oh, yeah, right, when he lived right. in Arizona, so he mm-hmm. would he would collect um, he would make baseball fields and collect mitts and things. Oh, that's cool. I know, isn't that cool? I'm just sharing. I just you shared your Kareem. I shared my gran- <laughs> my grampy. When, when I was young, when I was like five or six. My dad, I'm, I'm Mexican for those who don't know, half Mexican. Oh, they've Googled. They're oh, like, they, what? You know when you Google, like, what ethnicity is Paula? <laughs> I, I hope they realize by like the thousands of Jewish jokes that I've said that I am also Jewish. Also, um, um, I'm white, just in case yes. you were curious. Oh, but I'm also oh. one-eighth Persian, so I tend to throw that in there. Oh, I love that alabaster skin of my oh lovely my God. girlfriend. Milky white. Anyways, my, my, my dad would take me to like these like powwows in and around LA. And I was always super confused because I'm like, what what tribe are we like what can we try I, I know we're obviously indigenous americans but we're mexican so it's like we'll trace it back to like aztec or mayan so i didn't know what we were doing there cool just having fun just having some teriyaki chicken hey i think hippie art dads love native american swap meats and culture not gonna uh, lie well he wore a native american like chess piece to my bar mitzvah Whoa, I could see that. Um, so yeah, they're they're learning. Michael's talking about the chief taught us this, and I'm like, I see the good, and I see how it can be problematic. Yeah, it it, it it'd be hard to not say like, oh, this was 100 okay. Um, yeah, so they're sleeping over there, and now it's day 36. It's time for the showdown, and council's not there. Crazy, shocking. I mean, I was just like, but I kind of like that because the council is all the biggest, oldest boys, so. It's nice to see this playing field just like super leveled. Like, oh, it's just all the wimpy kids. I know. It's like, well, hopefully this challenge is not about strength. And, and it it's is. maybe the, the the most strength-based challenge we've seen yeah, in so Canadian. Karsh is there and he's like, Pioneers, who's here's heard of the Homestead Act? <laughs> and Jared rattles it off like verbatim from memory, which is like you go, Pablo. You're the history boy. A homestead act. I actually don't. I didn't know what it was. Like if if I if you had told me to say what it was last night before we clicked play on Kid Nation, it was just one of those things where it's like, I yes, I have heard of a homestead act. But Jared, please take it away. The homestead act is when you get 160 acres of free land, and you can only keep it if you work it for five years or more. Exactly right, Jerry. Um, so it's just like, I guess, some initiative back in the day when they were pioneering to like give people a certain amount of land to make 
towns yeah basically you had to like work on the land and, right like, show proof of it and like once you did that you would have claim. I, I think it was kind of a thing where back in the day like the western territories weren't officially part of the united states mm-hmm. so there was no like federal laws governing it or state laws obviously so it was like uh yeah you built a house on it sure this is your land so the challenge is each team has a kind of like makeshift house that is heavy it's four walls and a roof and it just like a panda bear song and uh that animal collective song and four walls and adobe slabs for my kids you're in, you're showing your indie age my darling but i love you for it Woo! i don't need four walls and bonita for my green team the best team there. for laurel <laughs> um so they have to move these slabs and move the house like super far like across this long field like really far away they, they basically have to go about 100 yards and they're carrying first off yeah a giant roof that they're they're constantly tripping over cacti yeah picturing their little tiny thighs they're falling over they're dropping walls and slabs yeah all over their girls and then and then they have to <laughs> once they move the home very far away then they have to run back and get some chickens and then also a grumpy alpaca a llama, a alpaca right so they have like these animals to move um and these kids are you don't realize how small they are until they're moving these houses like they, they're too small to do this. Most of them are too small to do it. Oh, yeah. And especially when you look at a team. Okay, so first of all, as we mentioned, none of the big kids are there. No big kids. But you have a team like Yellow, which is like a lot of little girls, and Zach, who's like kind of a tiny 10-year-old. You have Red Team, which is fucking Mike. and Yeah, it's like probably the bigger team of them all. But Red and Green are overall big. and But Blue has some munchkins, too. Alex. I mean, Alex and, and Mallory, Mallory are worthless in this competition you never know using kid power you can haul a lot of things actually this competition is really hard you're watching all the teams really struggle no one's excelling by any means the yellow team girls are so funny like there's four girls moving one side of a wall and they're all just like my finger hurts my stomach hurts my (laughs) this hurts and like none of they're all just like bitching at each other it is so fun it's like it reminds me of like when you have to move in an apartment at least for me when i have to move out of an apartment and i'm like with my like all my like dumb bitch roommates and we're like i can't move this fucking bed um there's a great quote of mallory too i don't know why this comes in but at one point mallory's just like personally i think that nine-year-olds rock you know why she says it it's because of something alex does oh what alex actually fell down on his back but he just kept on going i'm okay i'm okay I think, well, it must not be a building thing, but Alex does something where people are like, oh, yay, good, good job, Alex. And then, then she does her famous quote. Personally, Personally I, I think, think nine-year-olds nine rock. rock. Um, and then Guylan goes back into his interview mode where he's like, I'm going to move these animals because I actually grew up in a zoo, you guys, which he's mentioned before. And I still don't really, I am have tons of questions about that. He I, is the tiger prince. He, he is. He's the tiger prince. I looked him up. I think he's originally from Hawaii. Oh, wow. Some, yeah. Cool. Technically a jungle. They have jungles. Yeah, there's jungles in Hawaii. Yeah, um, I don't think there needs to be jungles to have a zoo, but no. Do you boo? Uh, I've, I've been to many zoos, never ones in a jungle. Wow. Oh. Um. So this competition is just watching a lot of little kids struggle, and it's pretty down to the wire. But green finishes first, so green is on a roll. Um. Then we have red come in not too long after. Then blue not too long after. And then yellow's really it's down to the wire with yellow because. Again, they all have to finish in a certain amount of time to get the reward. Um, and yellow is just dragging ass. And everyone's yelling, like, move it. They are 
molasses trudging. Yeah, and- while, while, while we were watching it and we, well, so Yellow does finish at the buzzer. Right. According to Karsha's buzzer. But we had some mis. Givings they definitely, the ex- I think they wanted them to have the prize, and I think they yeah. extended it by like eight seconds. Be- because when the t- when the yellow kids are bringing back the chicken and the, the and the alpaca, flag, and they have to bring back flag, a flag, yes. they they are not running like Karsh is yelling twenty seconds left. They are walking as if they run out of time, and they're like, "Fuck it, we're just who cares?" Oh, I didn't think about that as a theory, but it is true. They it, they were moving like they weren't gonna win. They were literally walking. Yeah, it was annoying. And watching it at home, I was like, move, bitch. It was just like so frustrating. Um, but they did win, you know, quotation marks, Finally. won. Um, I don't think they actually won, but whatever. We're, We're almost done. We're almost done with this fucking show. Um, so prize one is a huge ass rock plaque. And we uh, were like, oh, yeah, the plaque. We love the plaque. The plaque's still there in New Mexico, isn't it? Uh, And it's this huge monument. It's in the shape of like a little mountainous rock. And it just says like, here in this day in 2007, these kids came and made Kid Nation. And this is the monument to show that when you come together, you're a Kid Nation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you look up Kid Nation on Google, it's like one of the first things. And it looks photoshopped. Like because the the type the, the typography looks like someone just like literally did it in Photoshop. It doesn't look like engraved. Right. Um. So that's prize one, and then prize two is hot air balloon rides for all over Bonanza, so they can all look out and reflect on their time here in Bonanza City. And me and Papa are like, oh yeah, like they they picked the rock because we remember we wanted to like go visit it. Remember we were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over this last Christmas break, we we were thinking of doing like a long trip to Arizona by car, and we ended up in New Mexico. Well, yeah, it's in New Mexico and New Mexico, and just like the American Southwest because I've never seen it, and that's where Stevie's like parents are from. But then we bailed. But that it's was too long. that was one of the things we were, we were like we got okay we got to see the Grand Canyon and we have to see the Kid Nation, the Kid Nation monument. And, um, and also, it should be said. For those that don't know me, I love plaques. You'd really, anytime there's a plaque, he'll stop. Like, even if I'm just walking the streets of Hollywood, the neighborhood I was growing up, I grew up in, I, if I see a plaque that says, like, on this place, baby. Yeah, you love it. Little, yeah, no, I'm reading that plaque. Plaques and pamphlets. And and ironically, or coincidentally, a thing I do not like. You hate it. Is hot air balloons, yeah. which was the second choice. I begged for the romance of a hot air balloon ride and he refuses. Um, Something about- maybe if there was a plaque on the hot air balloon ride, yeah. he might entice you in. Can, can you, yeah, can you find some hot air balloons that have plaques in- engraved into the little basket? There might be. Maybe like this, this, this basket crashed 40 times, but we still call her old faithful because up <laughs> we are. Um, so we're like, okay, obviously it's a monument. And then Sophia's like, we're going with the hot air balloons. I could not believe it. I like totally forgot this from my memory. I was shocked. Well, I'm like, what are they going to do with this huge monument? Oh, it's so fun. I know you you mentioned while we were watching, like, I bet you the production was like, oh, fuck, we got to find these hot air balloons. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they really, because the obvious choice to me would have been the monument. Like, yeah. let's put this test of time in the land. But then Sophia was like, you know what? Fuck it. Which I I like this turn of like let's just have the fun prizes. Yes, two two episodes in a row they've correctly. Even though I'm not a fan of hot air balloons, let the, let the kids have fun. If that's what they want to do, fuck a plaque. Yeah, the producers were definitely pissed. So at the end of the day, you know they all go to the saloon to cheers and cheers to Bonanza City. And then Miguel's like, you know, I came from Lithuania originally, and I'm pretty sure my friends went to Lithuanian camp with her in Michigan. Um, <laughs> and she was just like opening up, and everyone had like a little Miguel moment of like, you know, she used to kind of be a brat, but she's 
the nicest girl here. I was going to say at camp, but it is kind of like, Kenation is like camp. If I was one of those kids, I, w- I would have whispered to the kid next to me, who is Miglay? I don't remember who she is. Miglay. She's the Paris and Nicole. Um, so the next day, it's day 37, and it's time for the hot air balloon rides. There's like four or five, and the baskets can hold, you know, up to like six mini kids, four regular yeah. size. And it, they're up in the air. Shot. It's nice. They're they're looking out. They see the teepees in the distance. They see, <laughs> you know, they see... Uh, well, they the, see the four returning boys. They probably the boys. see the local airport. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then they see the four returning boys. They see production. They see crafty. Yeah, and the council's coming back, and honestly, everyone's vibe is high. Everyone's yeah. feeling good. They're, the council's like, man, I wish... I almost thought there'd be drama from that, but the council, like, got so enlightened on their ayahuasca journey that they came back, and they were like, you guys... <laughs> what's up we learned from the elders about how to be better people and they're like we were in the hot air balloons and they're like awesome well let's scrub up for dinner everybody and it was like all right like yeah. everyone's i mean i also i think everyone knows it's almost over so it's like let's get the fuck over with and, this and, and amazingly even though there's only about what three three days left or so this is the first time blue has ever been the cooks so it's blue's first dinner Oh, true, true, true. And, and leading them is Alex, who cooks dessert. Alex is in the kitchen being all cute. He's like, I don't even remember what, what he's cooking. What does he cook? I'm, I'm, I'm still scrubbing through it right I now. I still don't really know because he said it and it seemed like a dessert per- perhaps. Um, but it was. Oh, he's he's like rolling dough and he looks really bad at it. But Greg is helping him because Greg's a little sweetie. Yeah, it, it was cute. It kind of looks like fried empanadas almost. Something. So Alex is in the kitchen, and when he's cooking, he goes, Go Blue! Uh, I just, him. I love him so much. I love Alex. Go Blue! He's, it's like his camaraderie. He loves being, he loves being blue. Um, yeah, and so now it's time we bring back star nominations, which we haven't really had with the new council boys. I mean, never too late, I guess. Never, better late than never. And... The whole episode, we've been kind of teased that we're going to reward the smart people. Mm-hmm. Like, let's reward the people with the brains. Maybe they're not the loudest and maybe they're not the strongest, but they're they're going to build the future and this. And I guess like DK had this weird combo with Jared where Jared's like, Teleportation has already been invented on a small scale. Really? Yeah. They've, inv- they've teleported subatomic particles to the other side of the earth. Jared. So if you had the gold star, you would have the money to invent something like that? I, if I had the gold star, I'd have the money to go to college so I could get in a, so I could get the education to invent that. Jared is, he's freaking brilliant. He kind of turned it into an episode of Shark Tank. He's like, you give me $20,000 for 10% of my company, I'll make them out cool. Yeah, so that was so like... So, d- so, so the nominations at first are, it looks like, oh, it's going to be either Alex or Jared. Yeah. But then we get two dark horses. One is Migle, who is up solely because she gave some stupid speech like two minutes ago. Right. And then the other, in a kind of a weird turn for Zach, whose character has been kind of getting a little darker uh. and darker. Zach, who we found out his last name is Kosnitsky. Well, his last name should be Dangerfield because he's all about not getting no respect. Uh, kids love respect. Um, they he, fucking love respect. I mean, Jared came in clowning. I wasn't really into that. He had his glasses on over his sweater. He thinks he's funny. You know, Alex came in being sweet. Yeah, most of the people are voting for Alex or not even Jared. Jared? I think it's mostly Alex and Migle. Alex and Migle. And then, yeah, then Zach comes in and he's like, hey, and he like wipes his tears and he like does like a tear wipe. He's like, I just want to nominate myself because I've been working hard on this. And then he leaves. And like Greg, I, I didn't think Greg was being that bad. I think Greg at the when he left, he was like, he was faking. 
And I agree. I yes. think he. I think Zach was working himself up mm-hmm. to be upset. I don't think he actually was like crying and being like open. So then Zach leaves and he is pissed. He is walking around town like, they don't respect me and they laughed at me and this. And then DK's yelling at Greg because he's like, you laughed at him. He's like, I'm not laughing. I just said he's like, yeah. I don't think he's being sincere. I mean, I'm saying this in a more eloquent way than <laughs> Greg said it. Yeah, Greg was like, he's a fucking loser. Of, he's crying, little bitch. Ugh. Yeah. So then Zach comes in and throws a baby tantrum and is like you guys just don't know respect i like you guys are such jerks and like blah 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 and michael's like what like yeah. that was like i mean that was shocking if, if, if you lost michael you've lost the nation the kid nation and then greg's like i'm sorry you know we respect you you're a great kid calm like let's calm it down and they hug i think zach was just i think he's just tired and kind yeah. of over it all he was just I, having a cranky moment i mean again we have to take a step back and remember this is a 10 year old child <laughs> oh and that's what they say once he leaves he's like oh they're like i forget zach's 10 and i forget zach's 10 too he is really mature for a 10 year old is he 10 i, I was kind of exaggerating he's, he's 10 he's not like 11 or 12 no he's 10 he's kind of a mature 10 though he he's, no he is smart. A, i mean think he's like a year older than alex like they Crazy, seem yeah. world apart he is kind of tiny He's he's tiny, but he's very <laughs> mature. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talking about like who could get it, and they're like these kids could cure cancer. Alex, he's nine years old, and he's that smart. If we gave him the gold star, we could be funding a cure for cancer. And meanwhile, like cuts to Jared being like, we can melt ourselves. I'm trying to figure out how to make this mass converter that could turn a small amount of quanta into a small amount of regular matter he's trying to like shrink himself like ant-man so he could get into the arcade and play ddr yeah so now it's time to go into the count count council the count town, council town hall meeting um this is just a random note i had for how dirty and how like out there these kids are no boogers or like no dried boogers i'm just surprised that their little snotty noses didn't get all dried up yeah when when i was like six or seven i would constantly had boogers like same and, and the wet kind yeah, just or like, like you know when it like dries around the nostril, oh, yeah. like those kind of booger kids. I'm just they must have like a makeup hair makeup person on they, who they, like was like I'm wiping these bugs. They must have had a hair makeup person who had like a, one of those miniature turkey basters they use for babies, and oh they were just God. constantly going to Alex and sucking up his boogies. Yeah, and depositing them in the water tank. So it's time for the gold star time, and you know it's pretty straightforward. Also, I don't even think they asked if anyone's leaving. Well, well before the gold star, what we got some do? news. Wait, what's the news? The arcade. It's done. Oh, you're right. That was early up top. I mean, it was going that direction, right? Yeah. Also, they were like, look, guys, we have three days left. Let's know, just talk. Let's just, yeah, let's chill and have a, let's just chill. Let's have like bonfire. a powwow, but that's uh, not the right term for this episode. Mm, let's have bonfires. Let's just talk. And mm-hmm. so, yes, they do vote that from here on out, the arcade will be closed, um, which is fine. Like, who ca- no one really is that mad about it. They had a good, they had a good run. There were a couple kids who were pissed off. They, they clearly do not have video games. They're, they're banned for playing video games from their mom, and they were pissed. Totally. And so now it's time for the gold star. I mean, the, the meeting's pretty short and sweet because there's not much to report. It's almost the end. Everyone's feeling good. They're yeah. high on their hot air balloons. They're high on cultural exchange. No, no one's going home. It'd be uh, kind of stupid to do that with two days left. Toads. And then we get the gold star news. The gold star winner is the gold star winner in all of our hearts, the season champion, the Grand Slam Supreme, Alex. Yay. Alex. And he stands up and goes, And he stumbles up front. He's like, I get to talk to mommy. And they're like, go buy yourself a new tooth, kid. We love you. And he's like, oh, my God. Thank you for nominating for me. This gold star says to all nine-year-olds out there, even though they're 
14 and 15 year olds waiting to challenge you, don't give up. I mean, Alex, pure joy. Um, and so Karsh is like, yo, like, you got 20 grand. What are you going to do? He's like, well, my children and grandchildren, they might really need it. Because, I mean, I really don't have any use for $20,000. Really? I know how much $20,000 is, but I mean, if I logically think things out, it's a lot. And yet it's not a lot at the same time. It's a paradox. It's a what? <laughs> a paradox, everybody, is where something is and yet not is at the same time. <laughs> it's great, but it's really not that much money. <laughs> and I was like, true. I oh remember like, yes. I don't know why. Maybe it's like the household I grew up in. I feel like whenever you'd see like someone won money or this, like my very Virgo mom would be like, after tax, that's like <laughs> three grand. It's not that much. And it's like, bitch. That's- oh, that's what your mom reminds me of. It's Alex. Yeah. Yeah, they're the same yeah, guy. No, no, so Alex get, gets on stage, and yeah, he's like, this is going to change my life of my kids and my grandkids, which first of all, I'm like, Alex, that's the first stupid thing you've ever said, because this 20000 is not going to touch your grandkids ever. But then he says, like, and it's like a paradox, and the kids are like, whoa. He's like, oh, paradox is when something is true, but also not true. And they all, like, are, uh, like, laugh-tracking, like, Alex. And yeah. I was like, oh. And then Alex makes a quip about gold prices, and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to hang on to this, because gold prices are going up right now, I think. And I was like, oh, I know who he voted for in the 2008 Republican primary. Ron Paul. Is he a gold boy? You don't remember Ron Paul? I mean, I kind of do. Rand Paul's fault. He's all about the gold standard. Anyways. Okay. Um. So now it's time to see Alex's phone call home, which is also amazing. I mean, oh this is God. a whole great, this whole segment's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, his mom and dad are both like super cute. His dad looks like kind of nerdy like him. He has two little brothers. I he mean, goes, hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. Oh, my. No, he goes, oh, my gosh. Hi, Scott. I love when he says gosh. Oh it's gosh. so cute. Hi, Alex. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Scott. You want me to tell you something really, really cool? Yeah. I just won $20,000. That's good. And they're like, hey, and which is also weird because his phone call, he kind of changes his tune. He goes, Scott, I won $20,000. That's a lot of money. And I'm like, you just two seconds ago were saying this wasn't that much money. But I think you're just trying to be cool in front of all the other kids. Alex was trying to be cool. Alex is is very cool. But he's like, seriously, Scott, that's a lot of money. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Scott. And then to his in-camera interview, he's like, it's really great because it just shows people appreciate me. And I was like, it's true. They do like that is what the gold star is all about. Like, who do you appreciate in this town? Yeah. And I mean, Alex has done so much for the town and just in, in terms of like lightening the mood. It's true. He, he, he hasn't been able to like lug a, a, a tub of water to save his life. He hasn't been able to lift a, a roof to build he, adobe wall slabs for his girls. He but. was good in like the history type questions and dates and things. So he helped in like the more... But 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 even if he wasn't smart, he would just be a great kid to be around. It's, it's like, true. Oh my God, he makes Alex. he he makes you smile. You're yeah. you're happy to see him, and I'm really glad he's been getting a little more airtime towards the end of these mm-hmm. episodes because it's he's who you want to see. Yeah, because when we first started rewatching it, we were obviously Alex is one of our fan favorites, if you can't tell. Um, but we but we were like, wow, there's not a lot of Alex in <laughs> so far, and it's like, oh yeah, it's because he can't really do much, but. He has they, a funny quip here and there. Yeah, they load him up at the end. It's great. Um, and then they all have a bonfire together that night because another arcade is closed. So it's time to bond. And Anjay is like crying because he says like this is the only place I fit in, and it's like mental because he's been bullied there the whole time. But okay, <laughs> I, know. I was like, oh, Anjay. Uh, but we we did look up Anjay on Twitter. I he's think, thriving. He looks great. He he looks really good. He's a handsome young man. He works, I think, for Microsoft. Yeah, so he's he, doing very well. He's Good for true. Him. He's he looks hot. 
Yeah. Also, just putting that out there. Um, no more bowl cut. Yeah. And then in the end credits, um, Jared's just watching a huge scorp, a really big scorpion. And I'm like, this also must have been placed by production because it's huge and it, it feels like it could kill him. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, all scorpions kill you with one strike. I mean, I don't think scorpions are actually that deadly in terms of, like, deadliest bugs. That's what I assume, but, but, but they're terrifying. This, this is a huge scorpion, and he's putting his face, like, inches away. Just a little too close for home. But it's but it's probably, like, the 75th most dangerous thing the producers have done to these children True. so far. I mean, still the most shocking thing to me is when Colton charged a fucking bull in the middle of the field. Oh, that I could have definitely gored him. That's insane. I mean, it doesn't matter how... Uh, I know he's like a farm kid, but still there's other kids there. And and these aren't, again, this is, I'm just thinking of insurance people. Like I can't believe CBS was like, this is fine. Accidents happen. The most experienced bull rider will get gored. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anyways, Uh, rest in peace, Colton. But we're, we're rounding truly home. This is it. This is the end. This is the end my friend. I, I, I can't believe it. This is my second rewatch. <coughs> Excuse me. My second real. I'm getting Don't, a little I know choked he's up. Crying. Okay, those are alligator tears, Zach. <laughs> What's that? Alligator tears is like fake tears. No, I know that, but it's like Zach like quote Zach because oh. he's fake crying in this episode. It was like four minutes. I thought you said Doc. It was like four minutes ago. Yeah, no, I thought you said Doc. I thought you saw Back to the Future last night while I was sleeping. No, while you're asleep. Or no, I saw while you're sleeping while you're watching Back to the Future. Oh but shit. But Um. So who are we giving the gold star to in this? second to last gold star you can even get also wait before you answer so zach hasn't gotten a gold star well well, here's the thing i was going to bring this up earlier so this is why zach is pissed off it's because in the first few episodes he's kind of a non-entity until the first town elections starts to become a thing so he becomes a member of the town council and is a good leader but it takes him out of the running for the star Mm. then he has this really bad exit and his fall continues to happen. Right. So it's like his star meter drops. Yeah, his IMDb star meter. <laughs> his gonna, gold star meter drops. <laughs> well, uh, after this, we'll look up uh, IMDb and uh, digitally put put a star meter into the episode. But yeah, poor, poor Zach. Okay, because he seems like he should. I I do agree. Zach is a gold star kid. Yeah, I mean, who are the I mean, who are the kids who haven't received gold stars that are like great? Uh, I mean, most of the great ones have gotten it. I mean, if we're trying to like go back, we're like, okay, so like Greg and Blaine have gotten one. Has Gylan? Did Gylan get one? I don't know if Gylan got. I mean, we should truly have this like list present. Um, wait, I have all the gold star winners. Do you want me to run through them really quickly yeah, just yes, so please. we have like a recap? So it goes. You'll. This is an episode order, obviously. So Sophia is the first gold star winner. Oh, really? Then yeah. Michael. Um, then Mallory. Mike, Michael Thought. Michael Thought. Mallory. Okay. Then Mallory. Then Morgan, who's like the other There's green Morgan. kitchen girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Greg. Then DK. Also DK, the only red recipient. Oh, yeah. I forgot DK. So no Guylin. Then Nathan. Really, honestly, in retrospect, waste of a star. That was a story produced star. Um, then Kennedy. Also, not my favorite star. Not my favorite, but I mean, I have a soft spot for that. Her just because that episode was so good. Um, and then Belaine, and then Laurel, and then Hunter, and then Alex. Hunter, and then Alex. Yeah. So who are like? Uh, I'm looking at the big, the big map of the kids right now. The only names that pop up, like yeah, Zach. Col- did Colton get one? Did you say? Uh, no, Colton. So Zach, Colton, Markel. No, Markel. No, Markel. Those really are the big names. I mean, I would give one to Eric too, just because I, I love his voice. Yeah, and also, now that I'm looking at it, a lot of 
crossover with council members and gold stars like Michael and Laurel and DK and Greg and Blaine. So a lot of, um, you know, like Andre hasn't gotten one or, you know. Well, Andre fucked up because he ran, he ran twice. He served two terms on the council. Yeah. I, I'm kind of surprised Olivia didn't like advocate for herself to get one at some point. You, you know what? She she got her stolen by uh, Kennedy. Oh, you're contest. right. That was honestly, that star was hers. The star was born. Um, But for this episode in particular, who would you be yeah. awarding the gold star to? <sighs> who would I give my gold star to? I'm, I'm going to give my gold star to the film crew for finding those hot air balloons in time, because those were some huge hot air balloons. And they fucking built and commissioned this stupid Kid Nation plaque, and these stupid little kids had no appreciation for plaques. And you know what? The production was like, fuck you guys. We're going to leave this plaque up anyways. You get both. So props to the below-the-line crew of Kid Nation. So the team. Gold star. Okay. I think I'm going to give it to the uh, first peoples of the United States, because isn't that who you gave it to last time? <laughs> that's, that's who I gave it to last time. Okay, yeah. then I'm just kidding. I'll give it to Karsh. <laughs> Wait, why, why did I give it to them last time? Because remember last time they were doing, this was very, like, they oh, kind of doubled down. They did, like, Native yeah, American history. history. Yes. Um, but I think I would go with Karsh. I don't know. He's an okay host. Karsh has kind of fallen off. He, he was much more of a presence in the he first was. It's half true. of the, the series. It's true. But if I had to give a gold star to a kid, it still would be Alex. He's great. And yeah, this yeah, was same. his. This was the time for him to shine. I'm really glad he got like a really dedicated nerd episode and that we just get to appreciate him for all of his glory. All glory be to the Alex. All um, glory be to the tooth. I mean, I would join his cult and I kind of already have. I, we founded a podcast mainly around Alex. Oh, also I had to bring oh, this up because yes, I forgot. Yes. You already knew what I was going to say that back in January 1st, 2008, my, maybe my fourth profile picture on No, Facebook. no, it was your second. No. Wasn't it? We, we looked at it last night in bed. I mean, ooh. In bed. That's in a, bed. Yeah, that's right. We share a bedroom. That's my favorite uh, Panda Express a fortune cookie you looked up alex's photo in bed in bed i'm pretty sure it was like my fourth pick but either way uh, very early on in facebook one of my profile pictures is the like headshot of alex from his kid nation stint big old tooth let's see one two three four it's my fifth profile picture on facebook uh, and i'm very sure i had it as a myspace picture as well at one point he has his great transition lenses big tooth hanging out you, you, um, you should change it to it right now no. come on Come on. Facebook. Remember Facebook used to have like stupid names. Like you'd put in like, you know, like Pablo Funky Butt Goldstein. Like people like my old Facebook name used to be Spaghetta May Renara. Like Spaghetti Marinara. Oh. <laughs> but now, you, shut up. But now you have to like legally put like your social security number into Facebook or you're not allowed to use it. I know. I mean, we, we've, we've uh, experienced it in our like you know our unscripted casting world of like creating facebook accounts and getting them banned instantly by zuckerberg right it's quite quite but um that's it next week's the end and we'll you know look we'll have a big old retrospective and look at it all and examine the next episode but it's over friends it's over it's over i can't believe it until the next rewatch i know it, it honestly it feels fresh every time it does i mean i remember nothing maybe it's because you know habitual marijuana use but i remembered nothing yeah mine might be like years and years of taking acid three or four times a week years of abuse and it's okay because i like the abuse Kill oh, nation. Nation, nation. oh they should do a kid nation but it's just the children of the offspring 
So that's like, Guyland. So the offspring's <laughs> offspring. No, the the offspring were white. Oh, the offspring's offspring. That's a good one. Dexter and Noodles. Call up CBS, baby. Um, but we'll see you next time in the Kid Nation Nation. Bye. Bye. Howdy.